This is a fourth hand production. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't know, planes man. that they're building? And police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. Welcome to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm John. <laughs> Such a creepy Spooky. thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot. It's not Halloween. Not, not even that. Yeah, time Halloween's over. Hey, there's only 344 more days. Of course, so you Halloween fucking know year. how many more days there are. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. It's Grow up. Fucking, I know. Jesus, Halloween so is for funny. children. Shane. I'm so immature. God damn it. Speaking what did you dress as? Uh, I dressed sure we as uh, I dressed as riffraff off Rocky Horror, and the wife was the maid. Oh, you need to send me pictures. Oh, I thought I did. Yeah, it was, my outfit sucked. I just threw it together off Amazon mainly. But she like is riffraff. Is that the dude in the thigh highs? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> No, but thank you, sir. I did dress as him in yeah, San I was like, Francisco. I don't know if I want to actually see, <laughs> see that. that. Yeah. No, Riff Raff's a butler. He's a, him and his uh, wife, the maid. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, the guy yeah. that looks like the Crypt Keeper, right? Yeah, yeah. Richard O'Brien, the guy that actually wrote the wrote the whole movie. That's yeah, okay. That's him. Yeah. He, uh, the wife actually spent like three days sewing the, the fucking outfit together. She's it turned out pretty good. I was really impressed. I was like, damn, honey. Wait That's pretty cool. Up. I have yeah. no ambition when it comes to shit like that. None whatsoever no. on my side. The last costume I put work into was like 15 years ago, and it was a uh, guy in the shower from Karate Kid. <laughs> Aren't you Dracula like every year almost? It's, yeah, like, I have like some it. generic like uh, Zercher's costume <laughs> that I just trot out if I feel like doing anything that day. Which I usually don't because uh, it's amateur hour and everyone can fuck the entire way off. Yeah, true. Well, you know, tell us how you really feel. Well, with that being said, I do. Well, uh, <laughs> let me get into it. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, Halloween aside, um, Josh and I and John, you haven't seen it yet, I don't think. And we're not going to spoil alert anything. But uh, I mentioned the last episode, we saw Ghostbusters, but not together. Mind you, I wish we did, but we didn't. But um, I, man. I thought it was fucking great. I thought it was a movie made for the fans flat out. So I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I think I personally had a little bit of a, like not a problem, but was like, Oh, that's dumb that they like just basically erased the Kristen wig one from the timeline. Cause I'm like one of the five people that actually really liked that movie. <laughs> yeah, I liked um, it, too. it was good for but, its own thing. Uh, you know yeah yeah it was definitely its own version of of that universe but it was really well done um it was really well filmed the acting was really good and they centered it more where i think it should be like kind of a kids adventure movie along the lines of like goonies or like stranger things um and i say that because mike from stranger things was in it and the whole time we went and saw it at Bruby's. Oh, nice. Okay. So we were partying and uh, the whole time I was just like making jokes about uh, Mike and like how 11 was going to get pissed at him because he was flirting with other girls. And, you know, I was probably really annoying. That's funny. Um, But it was it was really fun. It was a really fun movie. 
when you texted the day before I saw it about how you cried during it, I was like, fuck, of course you did Halloween nerd. And <laughs> then, was the uh, end, dude. <laughs> yeah. Then when yeah. we got to, when it got to the end, I was like, damn. God damn it. <laughs> it was so good. You got me. Yeah, dude. And I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you, honestly, you mentioned the Goonies thing. Kevin Smith, Smith mentioned the Goonies thing because they literally, they've been trying to remake Goonies for how many years? And they if put they a do, I will fucking there. riot. I know. Goonies, is it's a standalone thing. Just don't though, touch it. You know, Just leave it alone. It Let it be it great. Is. Yeah. Well, people think about that with Ghostbusters. But honestly, it was very well done. Hands down to Jason Reitman. Cool to see the old cast. Cool to see the torches passed on. Um, well worth the watch, listeners, if you go out there. I mean, you don't even have to be a Ghostbusters fan. It's just a good show. So, well, and that was you know. that was the cool thing about it, too, was like I didn't know until the end credits rolled that it was uh, Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman's son, like the oh, original yeah, director. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Harold Ramis's kid was involved in it, too, but I might be just have been drunk by the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, so how that worked is that part up. Jason Reitman actually went with a script to his family, to Harold's family, and said, hey, this is my idea. What do you guys think? And so he ran it by the daughter and everybody, and they're like, that's awesome for you to do that. So... That's the cool thing about it. Like it's all out of love for Harold, really. And, you know, because in that 2016 one, all they had was like a bus of him in the back of the college dirt in the hallway. And that was kind of it. But how they put everything together and please tell me. So, by the way, listeners, the one thing that if you don't read about it, you're going to walk out of the theater not knowing if you do go watch it. There are two scenes after the movie and you got to sit through both of them. And the last scene is like literally after everything's done. So you kind of got to just wait. Oh, um, shit. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, this ain't a Marvel movie. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> that ties it all together, those two scenes. So I think I saw the first one with Peter. And, like, I've um, been trained to wait until the stylistic first part of the credits right, credit right. roll is over because there's yeah. always one after that. <laughs> but then, like, s- specifically, only Marvel movies and X Men movies do the, like, one at the very end of do the, the credits. Do the thing. Yeah. It, they did that. So the one at the very end. There's going to be another one. It's going to be, you know, the old Ghostbusters bringing in the new. A um, lot of Easter eggs, a lot of stuff. Again, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, if you're not a Ghostbusters fan, you're starting to like the movie. It's awesome. There was a couple scenes that were like, eh, they could have done that better. But you know what? I, that's splitting hairs. Hey, you point. know what? Sexiest Man Alive, Paul yeah. Rudd was in it. That's really all you need. Every time he came on scene, my wife kept going, there's his Sexiest Man Alive. He's right there. I'm like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing over there? <laughs> oh, man, you guys crazy. would have had so much fun with us on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a good time. Tons of jokes. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, not to ramble on. Um, you know, we wanted some happiness in the very beginning of this because, you know, well worth uh, doing it. Broke the box office records uh, for what they thought it was going to bring in. It brought in like 60 million something. Uh, so, John, man, when you got a chance, I, it's just good. It's just good. You know, it's a fun time had by all. But yeah, I'll um, probably wait until it comes out. Yeah. I, yeah. Probably not really month a month or so. Stream it. It's not really a theater movie for me, but I'm excited to see it. But Fair I enough. just don't go to the theaters that much. I just fall asleep in them, so it's a waste of money. First time yeah. in two years no, I for hear us. that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And it's like how you like Dune is like my Dune is like my Ghostbusters. So I've already seen it twice. I was going to go see it again today, and I decided not to. Anyway, you know, just saying. But uh, we want to put some happiness out there because this episode. Ugh, I don't want to say it's not happy. Well, it's no, it's not, not happy. happy. No, yeah, uh, fair yeah. I yeah. would say to the listeners, brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, this isn't a great. This is a good one, but at the same time, it's like, oh man, after we got to research, I was like, damn. So we're gonna kind of roll into it a bit, unless you guys got something else to announce or talk about. Um, 
you know, we can kind of roll. Let's get into it. All right. Like we've, we've gabbed enough. Yeah, true. Um, so we didn't talk about the weather though. So that's good. I know. Hey. Yeah, I purposely. I was going to ask you, you know, <laughs> grooming. I was like, hey, how's your, is your house warm? Don't do How it. You don't looking? do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> no, do okay, it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so we are going to start this one uh, with the definition, first of all. And the definition is going to give away uh, mainly what we're talking about. But we're going to start here. Most of you probably already know it, but just out of, you know, shits and giggles, we're going to throw it out there. Um, cult. The whole definition of cult. It shares an origin with culture and cultivate uh, originally comes from the Latin cultus, a noun with meanings ranging from tilling, cultivation, to training or education, to adoration. In English, cult has evolved several meanings following a fairly logical path. The earliest known uses of the word recorded in the 17th century broadly denoted worship. So this is where we start shifting a bit, right? Uh, from here, cult came to refer to a specific branch of a religion or the rites and practices of that branch, as in the cult of Dionysus. Uh, by the early 18th century, cult could refer to a non-religious admiration or devotion, such as to a person, idea, or a fad, which is where we're at now. So finally, uh, as we see cult now, when you hear the word, uh, the word came to be used pretty much as a religion regarded as unorthodox or spurious. And that is a Webster's version of um, cult as we see it now, present day. So, you know, it's shifted. And Also a great rock band from the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, I like the cult. Who was the lead singer of that guy? Didn't he die? He died, Ian right? something or other. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think he died early. But yeah, yeah, not bad. Uh, so good call on that. Good call on the cult. That's kind of what we're talking about. If you guys can't already guess, and you know, we'll be honest with you guys. You know, we love cults. We've done it before, John. You know, you brought up uh, Topi, I think, right? We did mm-hmm. what, how what season that was. Um, that was kind of a fun cult, to be honest with you. And we're going to talk about yeah, you know, that, that. was a lot better. better than this one. Yeah, a lot better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, the whole fascination that. Uh, one person or groups of people can control, manipulate, and on the extreme end of it, convince their followers to die for them is just insane. The mind is truly a wondrous thing, but how easily it can be molded like putty or clay to break down everything that an individual once was and be reprogrammed pretty much to fit whatever needs, passions, or wants a single individual is asking from them is beyond crazy. I never understood it, but at the same time, it's just it's amazing. Uh, we've seen it go on. They've been decades, centuries, whatever have you, and it's happened over and over. And it seems like you know it happens in present day still. As smart as we think we are, right? So just to be clear. We, you know, we really try to not give these guys a fucking voice because uh, it's like the serial killer thing. I, I don't. We all agreed. Look, you know, we don't want to be that. I know that's the big hit. Everybody loves you know the murder podcast and all that stuff. We're just not into it because I'm not going to, we're not going to give those guys a voice at all. Well, I mean, you all agreed. I <laughs> I know that some, my wife listens that sword and scale and sometimes she draws me in. I'll be honest. Oh, with I you. love, I love it. But so that's just, he does a great job. Is. Yeah. No, nah, nah, we're yeah. talking about ghosts and spaceships and weird shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Patreon exactly. member of sword and scale actually. Oh, but. nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I've been for years. Yeah, yeah. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, you know, had to let you know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, (laughs) but with that being said, yeah, you know, it's just something that you know we don't do on this one. So, but with that being said, uh, when you look at a cult, they're not all death and gloom. You know, there's some out there that you know they're kind of innocent, which one we talked about previous. Uh, There's no dismemberments, physical abuse, no drinking poison to get to the magic spaceship, no gassing people like in Japan. Like it, those ones just are, are they're fucked. You know, but. The problem is at the same time they're fucked, they're still pretty interesting. And we just as human beings, we love to watch a train wreck. We know it. We're like drawn to the flame. 
when something weird is coming up, I, we're just drawn to it. That's just who we are. So this is why we stumble on this episode, and this is why we're going to talk about this with, uh, with all that being said. Uh, this actually is a cult out of Canada. And these, these people that belong to this thing, they were mesmerized by their so-called leader. Uh, this isn't necessarily a new thing because we know the cults in general. You know, it's a copy and paste of what starts a cult. You got a guy who's going to walk the walk, talk the talk, and he's going to make f- people feel like they belong. People that were abused as children, uh, marriage, traumatized, whatever have you. That's like the seed planted to, hey, you're going to be a follower in a cult because that's awesome. And that's how that happens. You know, then they know they can mold them to however they want to mold them. But the guy we're going to spend a short time diving into isn't very known in the whole cult world. At least me. I never heard of this guy. I never heard of this group. I don't think you guys have either. This was this just popped up on I my news not. feed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it, it's crazy. Uh, at least some of the more infamous ones. You know, we talked about Jim Jones and all these other people. And this guy, I flew underneath my radar. Never heard of the dude. Um, but he had did some pretty heinous shit like it is it's something else. So we're going to go ahead and talk about this guy and uh, we're going to talk about cults in general, the control, the manipulation, everything that goes with the cult and everything that uh, a cult can go into. And so this is a story of the Ann Hill kids and their twisted leader, Rock Terrio. And so stand by, everybody. Open the gates. Rock had this amazing ability when you were talking to him that he seemed to focus all of his attention on you and you felt this powerful presence of this man. He told me that he was a godly man who had chosen a different way of life. He took a knife and stabbed through the hand, basically sort of crucified her hand to the table. Yeah, there you go. Kick it off, Josh. All right. So a couple of content warnings right off the top. Uh, Just this is going to get gruesome and dark. Mm. So obviously turn it up. Um, And then (laughs) uh, even though I took French for like several years in middle school, my big dumb Utah accent is trash. And we're probably not going to pronounce these names uh, exactly as they should be done. Uh, it's not an ignorance thing. It's just a, you know, big dumb, we're, big we're dumb thick <laughs> accents. Right. We don't speak French and we're, we'll try and say them the best we can. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, even we'll some do our of the, best. I looked a bunch of these words up on like YouTube, how to pronounce. And I think some of them probably aren't right on that front either. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that like, yeah. especially, uh, earmuffs, French Canadian listeners, but I think especially French Canadian, like the accent, uh, pronunciation stuff might be made up just in general, you know, yeah. not real. Oh, so yeah. whatever we're going to do our best. So now that I've offended everyone, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, a one, Rock Terrio was born on May 16th, 1947 in uh, Saguenay, Quebec, Canada, to a French-Canadian family and raised in the town of Thetford Mines, which was roughly three and a half hours from Saguenay as the crow flies. Uh, Let's paint a picture about his childhood, home of Thetford Mines. It stood with a population of around 8,000, and its biggest claim to fame was the discovery of asbestos in 1876, so I'm sure it has been Joy. sued into oblivion by now. Joy. Yeah. Um, 
1949, there were literally shit tons of asbestos mines in that same year. 5,000 asbestos miners went on strike, and it led to one of the most violent labor conflicts in Quebec's history. Just want to say solidarity to the workers. Yeah, agreed. The, <laughs> the Catholic Church sided with the miners against the provincial government and mining company Johns Manville. The asbestos strike was a turning point in Quebec's social history, helping to lay the groundwork for what would be called the Quiet Revolution, which was a huge change to Quebec's workforce and how it developed moving forward. Asbestos was banned in 2018, which I think is wild because they I remember they were ripping the asbestos out of the schools in my neighborhood when I was in grade school. Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they were a little late to the game maybe, but eh, I I think they realized it was a bad thing and got to work on it. And then later like legislation caught up to actually say, Ooh, this is really bad. Bad Let's uh, let's not use this. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Uh, The Catholic, or sorry, I just said that. Um, Anyway, uh, just some background on Rock's childhood home. Uh, maybe he was out licking asbestos rocks, and this is why he was fucking weird as hell. His mm-hmm. dad might also have lent to forming Rock's early mind as he ruled the house like a Catholic militant. That's always uh, fun. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And by that, I mean it's not. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. whatever. I had one of those in my life. It, yeah, it's always a joy. Yeah, uh, my dad's cool as fuck now, but when I was growing up, he was pretty strict. Not so, not not so cool. It, it yeah. was uh, trying at times. We'll just say. Yeah. Um, just a guess, but we're thinking about as a child, Rock was considered to be very intelligent, but dropped out of school in the seventh grade and began to teach himself the Old Testament of the Bible, which. Uh, speaking of my dad and making us read scriptures when I was a kid, that shit fucking sucked. And there is no way a normal fucking 12 year old is you. reading that shit. That's why I say I don't under- on okay. like I, willingly. Uh, like I was, I had to be forced. Oh God. It's so hard to read. Dude. dude yeah. uh, so I will honestly, the only reason I went to Bible school after on Sundays is because for I could chicks. look up. Well, yeah, for the chicks, you know, the hot chick with all the braces and such. I was the quickest one to look up Bible verses because I knew it, they're all numerical. It's easy to learn. This and that and this. He'd throw out one and then you had to look it up. And everybody is thumbing through the Bibles. And I'm like, oh, it's right here. So I walked away with a bunch of pencil racers. And, you know, that was my Bible school. So, you know, <laughs> hey, there's that. You know, yeah. eternal salvation through pencil <laughs> erasers. It's unbelievable. All right. Anyway, uh, Rock believed that the end of the world was near and would be brought on by the war between good and evil. Like, you know, what happens when you read the Bible obsessively. Uh, So at what, 12, 13, um, that's again, I don't get that. That, uh, Okay. Well, whatever. Some people, Uh, the uh, kid has problems. I think that points to one right there. The vibes are bad. If you're thinking about the apocalypse at 12 years old, like you've got some, it's not mental a good health. start. You got some mental health <laughs> yeah. problems. Right, yeah, right. especially in like the 60s or whenever, you know. Yeah, like I was before. thinking about skateboarding, hockey, and when I was going to touch my first boob. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
the Joy. things most 12 year old boys <laughs> yeah. worry about most. Yeah. <laughs> do i have a boner in gym class that's really the the, the main well thing that I'm was the about. worst because like you didn't have your books with you in gym class you can just add exactly that yeah you yeah tuck that up up sure. into the waistband i yeah. love anyway. that rope in gym school though boy i'll tell you oh man get in there i, I never had to climb a rope in gym nah class. me neither i always uh, thought that was a made-up thing for movies yeah that's what i thought too maybe montana Evidently. Well, we only had one rope in the whole state. We shared it. So, well, just, they you know. tried to get me to run a four minute mile, which was laughable. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, he converted from Catholicism to the Seventh Day Adventist Church uh, and began practicing the de- the denomination's regular holistic beliefs, which included upholding the central doctrines of Protestant Christianity uh, other fun notables for their beliefs involve believing in the 28 fundamental beliefs, which uh, I don't fucking care, uh, that death is an unconscious state. Okay, I can I can roll with that one. And that there really isn't a hell where the wicked are tortured for eternity. Instead, really bad people are just well destroyed, uh, which honestly, like grown up Mormon, that kind of jives with uh, what I was taught because like Mormons don't have like fire and brimstone hell oh really there's oh, some yeah. outer darkness yeah if you're a piece of shit if you're hitler you just get cut off from the presence of god so you are just you're just sad. out there hanging out all by yourself on a rock yeah that's it's like it. getting kicked out of the house you know well that's, if that's hell that's not awful yeah shit. yeah i get kicked bad. out of the house every week so i can do yeah. that mm. um so anyway uh Fun fact, a lot of seven day a lot of seven dayers are vegetarians, so they are known to live longer than the meat eaters, evidently. So Rock quickly became an integral part of the church. The church recommended him for his success in organizing seminars and selling both the religion and anti-smoking treatments to potential new followers. Uh I interested That's in what these does. anti-smoking treatments are, but um Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, see, I didn't know that about the seven dayers that they are very health conscious, evidently. Which you know, so he did these smoking cessation classes, and it and it and they were positive, and people would it, it worked because of well, and we'll get into it because of what he did and how he did, which I think John's going to cover. But that's kind of you know, find something that works for you, I guess, right? Yeah, so, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. but well. So he continued to study scriptures and learn as he went. And one of the traits he was best at was his charm. Call it what you will, but Mr. Terrio had charm. And like all cult leaders, they you kind of have to have some type of charisma and charm to make people do the crazy shit that they do. Well, yeah, I mean, like Jesus. I'm not following Bob from accounting. Yeah, well, or maybe <laughs> he doesn't maybe have charm. We can call it manip- yeah, maybe we can call it manipulation later on in the story. But as it stands now, just for the sake of the story, let's just stick to the word charm. All right. Uh, he was known to sway people in his favor, even as a teen. Again, being exceptionally smart and knowledgeable, he would almost preach to people in town, and they would be drawn into a steady cadence while he talked about God, Christ, the end of the world, and what they needed to do to become better people and be saved. And mm-hmm. nineteen. 19- <laughs> so much fun in, yeah oh yeah uh in 1967 he married his wife francine grenier where Grenier's? she was 17 something something french whatever yeah where she was 17 he was 21 little less a little weird mm. uh life yeah. seemed i've i've heard worse but you know yeah 
Yeah. Uh, life seemed pretty decent, we suppose, but this wouldn't last long. They had a fairly normal relationship for the first several years until he developed severe stomach pain. He was diagnosed with ulcers and underwent surgery, but unfortunately the surgery didn't go as planned and rock developed quote unquote dumping syndrome, which I think I have that. I was just going to say, well. I think I, I might also, <laughs> uh, which caused an excessive amount of pain and vomiting. So I don't have that. Thank God. But he tried to deal with the pain by drinking, eventually developing an alcohol addiction. He cheated on Grenier and then got kicked out of the church for drinking and stealing money. Yeah. Churches generally don't, don't like that. So yeah. now 30 years old rock managed to lasso up a small group of followers that belong to the church along with his wife and move them from St. Marie, Quebec to a mountainside. He called eternal mountain in St. Yogs in the sparsely populated Gaspe Peninsula. Sorry, there's some hard French words there uh, where Rock decided to build his little commune. And this is also where he decided to add another belief to his magic bag of tricks. And this was the belief of polygamy. Clearly. Yeah. What do you, well, why you, wouldn't you? It's, well. you, get, you, need, you have a little like recipe for cult leaders. You know, you want to bang all the girls, mm-hmm. bang all the ladies. You're Jesus, yep. you're, ingredient you know, number you are, two. You're the <laughs> yeah. you're the savior. Uh huh. Well, charismatic, but yeah, yeah. It just so, and that's one thing. Is it just me that the whole polygamy, like that's rampant through what ninety percent of the cults? I mean, most of them. Yeah, sure. I think sure it seems thing. like it. So it's kind of if not even if not even polygamy if they're not even like getting married, the cult leaders at least banging a bunch like yeah. all the women in the in the. Right. The, yeah. And yeah. usually, even if they don't call uh, it that. Yeah. Even he's, if he's uh, not marrying them, he's at least, uh, he's at least fooling around. Yeah. Yeah. And usually the other men in the congregation or followers or whatever you want to call it, um, they're not allowed to yeah. bang anyone else. It's like, but that's my wife. But, <laughs> well, wife. not tonight, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, it just seems like that's textbook um, cult, culty thing, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so here it is. So sounds like a lot of work to me. I, honestly, well, dude, I fuck, I can't handle one wife, let alone fucking eight. I, I just, yeah, I piss off one on a daily basis. There's no way I can get any any better. But with that being said, so uh, Rock, or let's throw this in here now, Moses, as he would instruct his followers to now call him, officially decided to name his commune the Anthill Kids, with the goal to form a commune where people could freely listen to his motivational speeches, live in unity and equality, and be free of sin. All this sounds pretty awesome, aside from the fact that he prohibited the group from remaining in any contact with their families, uh, and with the Seven Day Adventist Church too, because you know that just was it was against his so called values of freedom. He didn't yeah, he didn't allow the, that. That is yeah. a red flag. Any any time somebody tells you that you can't talk to your family or friends mm-hmm. and isolates you, that run as fast as yep. you can away from yep. that person. That's like yes. what the third the third ingredient in the whole cult recipe. I, I think that falls well, into and, there. And well, because there's. Even- I mean, these people aren't going to be doing this dumb shit, you know, if they have a bunch of outside influence being like. Uh, Jane, what are you? Yeah, what, what are you, are you what doing? Do you do? What are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah, and, the, and you know, okay. So we're gonna get into a little bit I, again as we go through the the bantering. I I know nobody has solved the whole formula of how people get sucked into a cult. It, it, it again, it fascinates me how the mind can just go that way. But well, I, it's it's it does, basically you know? a expanded 
abusive relationship, right? So this is like, uh, this is what abusive partners do to people as well is like, you know, uh, isolate them from their friends and family so that um, they're not telling them, Hey, that dude's an asshole. Like you should leave him. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess when you're stuck in, so I used to say, well, I I still say it, I guess it's kind of like you guys ever, oh, you probably haven't because yeah, you ever been to a play, you ever been to a live, like you go, people are, whoa, assume much, bro. (laughs) Just sorry. Yeah. I've been to the fucking theater. Okay. The theater. So when you're watching all the characters on the stage, you know what they're all doing because you're there seeing it. But if you're an actor on that said stage, you only know your lines. You don't know anybody else. So you kind of get caught in the same jar. This is the same exact shit. Everybody on the outside can see what's happening, but there's no way you can because all you know is your your line, your little thing. It it, it just doesn't change. It just eats you up inside. Yeah, there's no looking away from that. And, you know, anyway, it just always uh, fascinated me. Uh, what's really cool is that, you know, again, this is ingredient number four, maybe in the recipe for having a cult, uh, his fear of the end of the world grew claiming the God had warned him that it would come on February, 1979. Mistake number one, never mention an exact never, date. Yeah. Never <laughs> give an exact date. Only slightly lesser. Yeah. Less that was well known than never get involved in a land war in Asia. Exactly. <laughs> that will always bite you in the said proverbial ass. Anyway, so he used that uh, to prepare the commune for what that date was, February 1979, the end of the world. So, you know, they prepped, they did all this bullshit, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, he was doing this commune, um, he, he sat there and he watched them all, he he built it out, you know, the eternal mount like we were talking about, and he relaxed and kicked back while he's watching all these guys just do their thing. And this is where the name comes from. He says he compared them to ants working in an anthill. Which, there he is, just watching them do their thing, toil away. You know, he didn't have anything to say for it as he kind of sat back and uh, did whatever he wanted to do. So um, so you're saying he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, a slight one so far. It does get worse. He grows a little longer, but we'll, we'll talk about that. So, as always in history, where anyone claims exact date of doomsday, again, not a good thing, uh, February 1979 came and went, and the Hill kids were not wiped off the earth. Uh Revelation, right? Weird. Yeah, funny how that happened. So obviously, (laughs) this left some of the followers questioning what the hell was going on. How come we're still here? You said, but in the true snake oil salesman fashion, he defended himself saying that time on earth and it, and this is fucking great. He defended himself (laughs) in saying that time on earth and in God's world were not parallel and that therefore it was a miscalculation. Yeah, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> no, because Jesus. you see, like, God lives on Kolob, which is a planet that's, like, really far away and orbits a different star. And, like, we don't really understand time the way God understands time. So, you guys, sorry I got it wrong. Yeah, anyway. yeah. My, my bag. Give me another woman to do whatever I'm going to with. So, to expand the community as well and to keep the members devoted, Rock married and impregnated all of the women. All, mind you. Noise. Yes. Which, you know, it's kind of rock star. But um, swimmers can swim. (laughs) It's what it is. Which eventually would lead to, and I know you guys read the script, but just for shits and giggles, if you didn't know this thing, out of the top of your head, how many kids do you think, you know, all the, there what, there's nine women in the cult now, right? So we're looking at how many kids? You know, nine times at least nine. At least nine, at least, right? Uh, 26 children altogether. 
So share cool. between well, nine that. wives. Yeah, that's that's quite a that's quite a bit. That's a lot of got macaroni two cats, and cheese. Twenty six children sounds like me killing myself. Oh my yeah, god! I'm sure, I'm sure they were all taken care of very well. I can't drive yes. by. I can't drive by daycare <laughs> without cringing. I couldn't even imagine this. Uh, and this also included his original wife, uh, who remained by his side despite everything. So by the 1980s, he had gathered nearly 40 members. Uh, followers were made to wear identical tunics to represent equality and their devotion to the commune. So we're going to take course. a quick break there, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to move into, I think this is where, I guess, I think if you have to picture in your mind the roller coaster got on the top, and it's starting to go down the other side. So stand by, everybody. We'll be right back. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, and we're back. Um, yeah, here we are. Well, nine kids, 26 kids, nine wives. Holy shit, guy. Oh, man. He's busy. He's busy, yeah. You Actually, can't call him busy. lazy. He, he's, no. he, he's busy banging everybody's, uh, well, I guess all of his wives. Yeah. He's not busy because he's just hey, watching everybody do all the work. Do, do all hey, the work. Bob from accounting, yeah. go build that fence. I need, I need a minute with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. God. So anyway, in 1984, this asshole moved his cult from the Eternal Mountain to Burnt River, Ontario, which was roughly 13 hours away. So why Burnt Fork? Well, it's a good question, actually. Uh, And we don't have a fucking clue. Really? (laughs) We don't. We don't. (laughs) So thanks for bringing that up. Me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we tried to research why he picked that area. Um, or why not something closer? Um, and Shane, you mentioned a couple of things that keep popping up uh, about the town of Burnt Fork, mainly the population. It's a pretty small town with only a population of 250 as of two of as of 2018, and that's the largest it's really ever been. Uh, the area is pretty sparse because of its location and how tough it is to get there. Also, there's a lot of rumors of the town being cursed which stemmed from an accident in 1920. Um, Some dickhead came into town driving a Model (laughs) T and crashed into the only gas pump in town, which severed the lines instead of sent a stream of burning fuel down Main Street, which, you know, nuked the town, basically. And sadly, something like this happened not that long ago in like 2016 um, in Canada where a, a train carrying oil went off the rails and oh. fucking wrecked down a hill and burnt an entire town. That shit sucks. Ash. Oh yeah. Wasn't that by Calgary? I think, yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Ash. It was. Oh. And I like thousands of people died. It was like, well, and then here's the thing. If I can, you're only number one, you wiped out the only gas pump prick. And number two, you're burning the entire town down and you're swell. I just want to know if the, if the guy slowly snuck away, before the, the fire caught him. Oh, I don't know. Lucky you he know. got caught in the fire. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jesus. Mm. All right. Anyway, uh, add to the 
or sorry, add the fact that the town floods almost every year and the nearby town of Kawartha Lakes has declared a state of emergency more than once because of this. <laughs> this is uh, fun to live in. Uh, that's just yeah, me looking outside I mean, in. I mean, it makes cheap. sense. You know, if you don't want people prying in on your on your business, move somewhere where there's no one. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. That and also all of this bullshit probably makes it pretty fucking cheap. Yeah. 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 So... Also, a perfect setting for a cult. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, God, this guy. Anyway, uh, Rock began to move away from being a motivational leader as his drinking problem worsened, which, you know, it's hard to be motivated or motivate people when you're fucking either hammered or hungover. True. Um, becoming increasingly totalitarian over the lives of followers and irrational in his beliefs. Members were not allowed to speak to each other when they were, when he was not present. So there could be no backbiting, uh, nor were they allowed to have sex with each other without his permission. And uh, again, guess what? I'm sure he yeah. never gave his permission out. Yeah. Or was at least like watching like a fucking weirdo in the corner. Yeah. Um, this of course is all straight out of cult one one playbook. Mm-hmm. He used his charismatic charm uh, to cover for his increasingly abusive and erratic behavior. And none of the other members questioned his judgment or openly blamed him for any physical, mental, or emotional damage, which to me is fucking insane. It always yeah. baffles me. Baffles me. Yeah. It's crazy what people can convince themselves. I, again, you know, it's like, oh, God, well, no, I deserve it. I, yeah, no, I, I deserve that. You know, that was my fault. It, it's yeah. those fucking people, you know? I mean, we were all teenagers all uh, in our early 20s. We've all had a relationship like that, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, man, it's true. all my fault. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking weird. Uh, he also liked to mind fuck everybody besides just their wives. Um, and uh, he would play a game where he would spy on his followers when he suspected that they were straying, then claiming that God told him what they did. If a person wished to leave the commune, he would hit them with either a belt or hammer. All right. That's some escalation. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh... (laughs) wait. Can we find something in between a belt and a hammer? Well, no, we don't want Bob. We don't have one. No, no, We have a crescent wrench. That that goes extreme real fast. (laughs) It's like that scene in Goodwill hunting. He'd make me choose between a belt and a wrench. Yeah. Right. Um, Uh. Also, he would suspend them from the ceiling. Uh, Shane, you didn't say by what um true, true. but also pluck each of their body hairs individually which uh that's just fucking weird man man it would uh, take forever to get me that, done yeah that just like annoying kind of like ow ow yeah, for ow, eight hours <laughs> ow <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah or like you eventually Ugh. would go numb anyway yeah. uh he would even defecate on them you know yeah yeah. Like a like a real messiah does. It's like just <laughs> I'm gonna shit on you. I yeah. shit on thou. <laughs> I shit upon thee for Jesus thy lack Christ. of belief. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, the Anthill kids raised money for for living by selling baked goods, and uh, members who did not bring in enough money were also punished because you know not only is it a uh, cult, it's also like the mob or a uh, fucking motorcycle gang or something. Little, shit. little, little mix in of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta Jesus eat, Christ. you gotta feed those cult members. So mm. over time, his punishments became increasingly extreme and violent, including making members 
And this is going to get pretty oh. pretty intense. This is yes. this is Content where it really Sorry, takes. This is really where it takes a, a turn. So if you're sensitive to any of this, this you know you might want to skip forward a little bit. But whatever. Uh, his punishments became increasingly extreme and violent, including making members break their own legs with sledgehammers, Jesus, sit you. on lit stoves, shoot each other in the shoulders, which I find that's a weird fact, and eat <laughs> dead mice and feces. Ugh. A follower would sometimes be asked to cut off another follower's toes with wire fucking cutters to prove loyalty. Guess what Gosh. I would be doing? I'd be hiding fucking tools at the middle of the night if I was in this little clergy. Oh just, my god! I'd be god, using the wire cutters just... on something else that belonged to someone else and uh, call it a fucking. Calm day. down, Bob. It, yeah, Jesus I Christ. would. Uh, you know, oof, yeah. man, this is just uh, horrendous. But so the abuse extended to the cult's children because, of course, mm-hmm. they were sexually does. Yeah. yeah, they were sexually abused, held over fires, or nailed to trees while other children threw stones at them. That is so fucking mm-hmm. terrible. I do. You, I don't um, have kids. No, I don't. Either. And I never want to. But like, if I had a kid or even saw someone's kid being nailed to a tree. Oh my god! Fucking hey, dude! I die in the fucking process. I yeah. there's no way. There's no way. I mean, I I just see, but the, but the, so this is the thing. This is manipulation at its fucking finest. This is what I can't wrap my head around with cults. Like we've talked about it. We'll talk about it when this whole story is done. But I can't. What allows you to get to that point that everything else is fucking mute? You gave birth to a child that came out of your body, and you're watching this happen, baking bread over there, hundred feet away. How? Yeah, you know, guess Jeff should have kept his fucking mouth shut. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, so one of his uh, wives even left a newborn child, uh, Elizar Lavali, mm. outside to die in freezing temperatures to keep him away from the abuse. It's just like, all right, well, this is better for you. Yeah. Than yeah. what's to come. So, yeah. we're but, just but gonna- I'm still here. And I'm not going to leave, but I'm going to. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Not, yeah. not going to escape with you to save your life and let you have one. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So he attempted to backtrack to the original religious mission of the commune, beginning to strongly believe in purifying his followers and ridding them of their sins through abusive purification sessions where the members would be completely nude as he whipped and beat them. Because that's, you know, you got to beat the sin out of them. No one expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> well, that's how that works, right? Shit, you know. Yeah. Um, he claimed to be a holy being and started performing unnecessary amateur surgical operations on sick members to demonstrate his healing powers. Fucking what? Dr. Moses. God. It's suspected that when he was sick with dumping syndrome, he gained a fascination for surgery. Albeit we're using surgery as a very loose term here. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, these surgeries, quote unquote, included injecting a 94% ethanol solution into stomachs or performing circumcisions on the children and adults of the group. Uh, one of his other famous tactics was to line up all the children and have one of their own mothers pick one of them out of the group and pummel the child with rocks while the others watched. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So great. Yeah. All of these fucked up psychological mind games went on for a few years as the town folk nearby became suspicious. They still tried to mind their own business. 
it was when the wives would go to burnt fort to sell their goods for money when things started to open a bit as far as exactly what was going on in the Ant Hill Kids com- commune. In 87, 1987, social workers removed 17 of the children from the commune. However, Rock faced no repercussions for his abusive acts. Jesus. Insane. Uh, a good example of what was occurring was a firsthand witness who would later come out and testify against Rock. Her name was Gabrielle Lavalie, and she went through some of the worst abuse. And this is so crazy, including... Mm-hmm. Welding torch burns to her genitals, a hypodermic needle breaking off in her back, and eight of her teeth being forcibly removed. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Lavalee attempted to escape from the commune after he cut off parts of her breasts and smashed her head in with the blunt side of an axe. But for some reason, which we couldn't find out why in the research she returned and he removed one of her fingers with wire cutters, pinned her hand to a wooden table with a hunting knife and then used a chainsaw to amputate her arm. I mean, and he what? just watched Scarface or something like what, what the, the fuck? I, I was going to say maybe evil dead. Like I can't even, I, 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 that is just yeah. so sinister. Like, so, that's so, so here's sinister. the thing. So again, how, when you have a person like that in your, the kids and and what they're seeing and, and and we'll cover it in the end of this. You know, we try to find, you know, the survivors and what's going on, but they all kind of fell off the the just the timeline. You know, for the which most is part. good. I, I'm sure oh, they yeah. don't need yeah. people constantly Absolutely. hitting them up and being like, "Hey, let's hey. talk about the worst yeah. moment in your yeah, life." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a good thing at the end of the day. But I mean, Jesus Christ, all this shit. Like, who brings a fucking any person to do <sighs> anyway? Um, yeah, so here we are. So, you know, John did say something uh, about just, you know, hold on to your lunch because it's going to get a bit worse. Uh, you know, fast forward two minutes if, if you can. If yeah, not, hold you on know. to your entire butt because this dude yeah. might cut it off if you don't. All right, we'll uh, we'll go from there. But anyway, um, so one of Rock's so-called surgeries got out of hand with a cult member by the name of Solange Ballard. Uh, this incident would tip the scales to a point that absolutely could not be ignored. She complained of a stomach ache. Uh, He tied her naked to a makeshift surgery table, punched her repeatedly in the midsection, and forcibly administered an enema up her bowels consisting of molasses and olive oil. Anesthesia never even factored in this fucking thing as a possibility because it just, that's not what you do, evidently. Well, that's what the punching was for. Is that what it was for? Numb everything up so you don't pay yeah. attention to it. I, you know, so not, not to make shit. a joke here, but I used to tell my kid that, like, he'd you slam his finger in the door. Oh my God, Dad! It hurts. This hurts so bad. I'm like, well, I can hit you in the foot with a hammer, take your mind off that pain. Kind of the same thing, I guess. But anyway, I'm sure he wasn't doing it to uh, calling DCFS. To, right to, 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 <laughs> sure, right. I'm sure he didn't have her. Uh, you know, clearly her best intentions, her, it, it, interests in mind for well, sure. You're, just, you're saying he may not have sworn the Hippocratic oath. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying this guy I'm, isn't a real doctor? Fuck, John. Uh, this, the reason well, I'm punching hard? you in the stomach is no, this is good for you. I'm this is good promise. Cause like after I'm done punching you in the stomach, I'm, I'm going to shove molasses up your asshole. Yeah. But so what, this is like what yeah, happened on Tuesday this. night. You want uh, this. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, using a kitchen knife, he sliced open her abdomen and tore out a hunk of her intestines with his bare hands. He then ordered another follower, Gabrielle Lavalie to stitch up the wound with a needle and thread. 
Other women on hand inserted a plastic tube, and fucking it keeps going, down Bowler's throat and blew into it. I, I don't know what that would accomplish. I'm not sure I mean, on that one. I don't think you need air in your... In your intestines? In your, I, I'm, yeah, like that can't yeah. be good. No, it yeah. can't be good. Yeah, I mean, especially if that's if it went down that pipe and not the lungs like right well yeah, that's the that's thing and and, and keep up. in mind she still has her abdomen flailing out on the table <sighs> so anyway um when bollard finally died the next day which i'm surprised it lasted that long uh <laughs> this is probably the most insane <clears throat> thing yeah mm-hmm. this whole yeah. thing yeah let's not yeah um okay he drew a hole into her skull exalting his powers of resurrection he ejaculated into it, and at his command, a number of male anthill kids followed suit. Afterward, the cult buried Bullard on the grounds of their compound. Uh, the body remained undiscovered for a year until 1989, when Gabrielle Lavallee had fled the commune again, thank fucking God, and contacted authorities, uh, effectively dissolving the anthill kids. Uh, provincial authorities had long held suspicions against the cult, but because the commune was officially registered as a fucking church... Officials were legally enabled to investigate the adults and could not do much except ensure the welfare of the children. Yet again, there you go. Nice little loophole, right? No, we're a church. Yeah, you can't do anything no matter what we're doing. We don't pay taxes. Plus, we got to, you know, do molasses enemas. We're good. We're good over here. So, um, Rock was found guilty of assault for the amputation of Levely's arm and received a sentence of 12 years imprisonment. The vast majority of the cult's followers abandoned Rock after his arrest, but during his imprisonment, and the fucking another mind blow, he yeah. fathered another four children with remaining female members during conjugal visits. Lavely's report allowed further investigation into his actions, exposing the wider abuses at the communes and Solange Ballard's murder. In 1993, he pleaded guilty to second-degree murder, uh, murder for the death of Solange Ballard and was sentenced to life imprisonment. In 2000, Rock was transferred to Dorchester Penitentiary, a medium security prison in New Brunswick. In 2002, he was rejected for per- patrol, uh, parole, sorry, as he was considered too high of a risk to reoffend, <laughs> and he never applied again. Which I, I'm not sure because that's not that's the only thing he hasn't patterned after a cult leader is not trying and trying and trying. He just gave up, I guess. I you know that doesn't yeah, but- sound normal, <laughs> but you know. You know, you know he would try and just start another cult once he was out. Oh yeah, no, no, fuck yeah. Get, well, well, that's why it surprised those. me he didn't apply for it again to go. Hey, look, I'm you know whatever. Yeah. So in a perfect cult leader fashion, he continued to make the newspapers. In 2009, controversy came again when he tried to sell his artwork on a United States based website MurderAuction.com, which called itself a true crime auction house. Which, by the way, I looked that up, boys, and that does exist. As sad as that is, it's a thing. Um, well, where do you think I got all this uh, fancy Wayne Gacy artwork behind yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all this skin on my wall? Guess where I got that from? Um, so he was willing to sell some of the rocks, drawings, and poetry, or they were, the, the website. Uh, why are most cult leaders poets, too? I don't understand that. Uh, anyway, all this stuff that happened. Um, good news is... Because the they have time <laughs> to be creative while they're followers of doing wasted away yeah i fucking guess uh the good news of this whole side is the correctional service of canada prevented his works leaving dorchester penitentiary and stockwell day uh the canadian federal public safety minister at the time 
wrote to the correctional service to express concern that the killer was benefiting uh, benefiting from work in the prison, which is the first fucking good thing that I've heard through this whole story. That yeah, try not yep. to spread this fucking guy's insaneness, you know, around the world. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, but do you want more good news? <sighs> Please, I've do. got some for oh, you. All right. Yeah. This is this is the best news of all. Yeah. On February 26, 2011, 63-year-old Rock was found dead near his cell at Dorchester Penitentiary. His death is believed to be the result of an altercation with his cellmate, Matthew Gerard McDonald, a 60-year-old convicted murderer from uh, Port-au-Port. Wow, Canada, do better. (laughs) Uh, Newfoundland, uh, who was charged with the killing. McDonald pleaded guilty to second degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison, having already been serving a life sentence for a previous murder charge. McDonald had stabbed Rock in the neck with a shiv, walked to the guard station, handed them the weapon and proclaimed, that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. Yeah, Mac. Man, you know yeah. what? Here's a guy that is a convicted murderer. I'm like, fuck that piece of shit. I'm like, no, it's kind of cool. Look what he did. Yeah. <laughs> is well, that bad? I mean, he's at least done one good thing in his life. Right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah he's uh, not going to be destroyed. He's going to go to real hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good job to uh, Matthew Gerard McDonald taking at least one piece of shit off this planet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it couldn't have happened to a better asshole, but mm. as in everything else, it's horrible. The victims are still alive and kicking at the end of the day. It seems that Rock still holds psychological control over some of his followers. One of those investigators that took the kids in the beginning to protect them is Robert Penny, executive director of the Kawartha Halliburton Children's Aid Society. Luckily, she managed to find homes for most of them, but she noted during an interview in 1993 that three of Rock's former cult disciples, Francine Laflamme, Chantel Labrie, and Nicole Rule, now operate a bakery together and live in adjacent huh. rented cabins. Joy. Mm. Yeah. Laflamme, a slim woman with bright brown eyes and a and girlish also smile. A great hockey name. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gave birth to one of Rock's last kids, which was a result of conjugal visits she had every six weeks. Every six weeks, that's so often. Isn't that? Like, see, thank in you. In prison, that dude was getting laid more than a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. In oh, real life. Fuck. In that's regular, ridiculous. Like, okay, okay. Here's what we're going to do. So, Oh, so I'm going to give you. You go over there. And and you, we're not going to pay attention because this is your conjugal visit. You can do whatever you want to over there. And then when you're done, God damn it, get back here quick on the dollar. I, it was, yeah. Jesus. Well, I mean, he had like, what did we say earlier? Like four of his former members that were making conjugal visits. So mm-hmm. if it was one yeah. every six weeks, yeah. dude, more, was more kids. Fucking yeah. Dude. Yeah. Saturday night special, pretty much fucking <laughs> Jesus every week. Yeah. Well, the commune lives on, unfortunately, said Penny bluntly. Well, no, she didn't say unfortunately, but the commune lives on, said Penny bluntly. It's an indication of the power of the man. Those women are there for him. Who knows whether he has reformed? I wouldn't bet my last dollar on it. Although not all is lost, some members woke up and realized just who he was. Here's a quote from Gabrielle Lavallee, who had her arm cut off. It's a miracle that I survived such barbaric aggression, Lavallee said in a 2002 interview. That night, July 26, 1989, he hacked off my right arm. Not only my hand, he took part of my right arm. I should have realized before I had gotten to that point, but like all of us, we loved him. It took what he did to me for me to finally wake up. She wrote a memoir of her life in the cult entitled... L'Alliance 
de la Rabbi Alliance of the Sheep. Mm. We also tried to look up other members, but they have gotten lost to history, sadly. However, if you're interested in this at all, the 2002 film Savage Messiah depicts his crimes against his followers and the ensuing legal recourse. Uh, the film stars Luke Picard as Rock and Polly Walker as Paula Jackson, the social worker whose investigation revealed the crimes. Yeah, and I um, so I caught a, a thing on, on and again we talk about this a little bit uh, of of actually Gabrielle and she was interviewed, dude. When they they're listening to her talk and she's like, oh yeah, he was seeing the end. Like she covered the whole gamut. She was you know he's talking the end of the world. This is what he's doing. Then went to this. And then it went to this. And then this is what I did. And and it scans down towards the end to her fucking arm. She's got a little hook for, like number one, thank God she's alive, because if it wasn't for her, uh, I don't think you'd be behind bars. I mean, what if that happens? What if one tiny fucking little thing? What if her running away again the second time, despite her kids and everything else that that's all she knows? What if she didn't do that? What if this guy would still be out here doing whatever he was doing? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that eventually that would catch up to him. I hopefully, you know, it, mm. it's just so fucking awful. I and I think what floors me about it is again, I've never heard of the guy. We talked about our cult leader, you know, we talked about you know Jim Jones and all these Charles Manson. Man, they're fucking sheep along with what this dude pulled off and what he did. The only difference is I don't. He didn't have that many followers. He had forty at the most, and I'm not too sure what is it the uh, Heaven's Gate cult. Not too sure what the count. I was going to look that up. I don't know what the count on that was, but there's another. You know, they just you listen to these people, and you're like, no, this is what's going to happen, and you get abused, and you get beat, and you get. It, it just fathoms me. It just blows my proverbial mind. I, I can't wrap my mind around it at all. Yeah, I mean, like Jonestown was fucking nuts too. Like you're talking hundreds of people, uh, yeah. almost a thousand, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it was yeah. huge. It was huge. In um, Heaven's Gate had thirty nine victims. Oh, okay. Well, you know, not that that wasn't awful. I mean, that's but a lot of people. It, it, it's still a lot of people. You know, um, Heaven's Gate is still around, actually. They, so that I that's one that. that's one I point I want to that documentary. Series. That's one point I want to bring up. So we talked about these cults, and again, this is what the second one, third one we've covered. You know, again, we're not really as much as we love it. That when you really get into the research of it and find out what. The what actually occurred in the cult, it, it, I don't have time to fucking think about that. I mean, it just is awful. You know, it's awful that somebody went to that point. But when you research these cults, there's still a lot of them that are around. You know, maybe they hit a, an, an epoch at one time in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s, but they're still followers. You know, that Shrinko cult in Japan, it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. They're still followers. Yeah. They still belong to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually I'm, on Heaven's Gate website right now. I mean, it looks like a really bad old website, but <clears throat> yeah, but it's still active. It's right? still it's, yeah, still active. Heavensgate.com. Still doing his thing. Jesus Christ. Well, like uh, when I was uh, digging into how insane QAnon shit is, one of the people that was doing the most salient research for it is uh, someone who's a uh, an expert in Om Shinrikyo and like knows fucking everything about it. And uh, like I followed her on Twitter and she started uh, basically like trying to break it down for people who didn't understand like how devastating that was for people who had family members who were involved in it and like who lost people to that shit. And it's fucking nuts, man. 
Like it's wild. Well, you know, and I guess that's my, my, and again, this is my thing to get over, not necessarily. And you guys, I think, share this a little bit. And I'm not trying to belittle anybody who has any kind of a religious or belief, but you know, that what defines a cult is a fine line. And, you know, I've watched the, uh, it was an HBO that had the, um, it had the documentaries in regards to uh, the sign, the Scientologists. Was it HBO that had that out? Uh, Vision going clear, clear, going clear, something like something that. Like that, yeah. You know, and granted, you know, I mean, they're not doing to this point, but it, it still has the same background recipe for what leads a cult. You know, you have a guy, he's going to control people. He's going to tell people they spend thousands of dollars trying to move up in levels to make themselves like. Yes, it's not grotesque like this. Is it doesn't go into the mm, physicality, bad. but gee, the, the mental—that's my thing. The whole mental abuse. It is just insane. And but now we look at that and, and again I'm not knocking any religion. If there's any Scientologists out there that are listeners, be more than happy to get an email, strangeuglesgmail.com, write us, let us know why you are a Scientologist, because it's more curiosity out of anything. But but that is but that that's a, that's defined as a cult, right? Mm. Am I wrong on that? I mean um, it's, it's not I think it's technically a religion, but it's yeah, definitely it's a cult. Five oh one C three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But taxes, the thing but, uh, is, is I mean like, it was made by a fucking lunatic con science, man. science yeah. fiction writer. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're a Scientologist, why? That's stupid. But yeah, also I don't care. like <laughs> I don't care if I'm gonna offend you. There is there is a lot of uh at certain levels a lot of physical abuse that happens as well. I, I heard that. bits and pieces, yeah. But um, I would just say, like, hey, if you if you're religious, great. If that brings you peace and joy and whatever, mm-hmm. great. But if your religious leaders ever start getting fucking weird and physically uh-huh. abusive or mentally abusive, you don't need a middleman between you and God. That hundred percent right. So yeah. walk away. You, from you that don't. Shit yeah, you don't need somebody who. When you start seeing your family manipulated and involved, when you start seeing these little, you know, you, you look in yourself and figure out why this is happening because that's not a thing. That, that's not. That's not how you reach spirituality. You get better. You. Yeah, I mean, if you works. really believe in God and a just loving God or the universe or what the fuck ever your religion is is telling you, mm-hmm. um, and and your leaders are acting like that, then they're not in line with that particular deity that's that that's that's exactly it i think you know and 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 we say it sometimes on here you know it's like look you know you can believe we're open i don't give shit if you believe in the palm tree at the end of the street i don't care yeah it doesn't matter to me whatever whatever makes you happy makes you happy that's fine but when it crosses the line on now you are hurting physically emotionally or mentally a group of people you're wrong i don't care what's what you believe in i don't care what that is that means you flipped on the. You just just you erased the line. That's not right. You got to check yourself a little bit. I don't see how that's a thing. You know. So, but anyway, this guy. Holy shit. Yeah, crazy. Um, again, I've never heard of the guy. I don't know if he popped up in your history timeline for either review, but I, I, I this was new to no. me. No. Holy shit. You know. This is like a bunch of things I'm not sure I ever really wanted to know. I know, isn't that sad in this podcast? Just like shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, out. yeah, that sounds really interesting. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awful. And and again, folks, we don't usually cover cults just for this reason. That's why you put a little caveat in the beginning of, hey, they come all shapes or forms, but at the same time, you know, it is like a train wreck. It, it, it's, yeah, I don't want to. But if there's any piece of this thing that we did that, Oh, wait, I didn't know that that could. Oh, wait, I belong to a group of people, and for some reason, he's got a chainsaw and a belt. 
maybe just maybe you know you might want to pay attention to what's going on um just saying you know these little telltale signs yeah. so run anyway. as fast as you can yeah yep. and exactly. if there's anyone in your personal life that's trying to isolate you from your friends and family same thing run yep, yep. alarm alarm right there for sure so but we will tell you what's not an alarm. You can actually write us if you want to, and we'd be more than happy to cover anything you want us to cover. Um, as long as it's not too bad. I don't think we've, <laughs> this is probably one of the worst we've done as far as like just being oof, tough content. So apologize again for the listeners, but, uh, write us at strange, strange at gmail.com. Let us know, you know, if there's, um, other, you know, cults out there, other things, or there's something that, you know, we missed on this again. Uh, it happened a long time ago. I think we've got most of the research, we found it correct. It, it, a little bit more as far as like what he went through for his trial and everything else. But again, that's kind of lost in the weeds compared to what he did. So, you know, we didn't feel like that was necessary to add. Um, if you have any topics, anything you want, you just want to call and say hi, uh, whatever have you, you know, feel free. 801-252-69. Booyah. 45. Let us know. Um, by all means, we'll be there. And, and hopefully we get some listeners to call in. You guys got stories of your own, which I think is kind of cool. Tell us, uh, tell us what you thought of Ghostbusters. Yeah, if nothing else, there's that. So how are we on uh, social media? We are on Instagram and Facebook at Strange Uncles Podcast. We are on Twitter at Strange Uncles. We are on YouTube. No Tumblr yet. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't think we want to do Tumblr. That's going down the, the hole there for sure. So anyway, um, I don't know if you guys got anything else other than just, man, I'm going to try to watch a happy movie because damn, this put me in a mood. <laughs> so, you know, it's a thing. Uh, I would recommend eating a gummy and watching the new live action Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. It's beautiful and awesome. Is it good? Oh, I was going to yeah. say, I have mixed reviews, but you know, reviewers can suck my well, dick. I don't really care. All the so. like way anime heads are mad about it, but like uh, if you just appreciated the story and wanted to see it in real life, it's 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 pretty faithful to the other series, okay. um, but it's it's if you're stoned, it's beautiful to look at. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I knew I the anime. One, I don't know one thing about Cowboy Bebop. I, I don't I've heard that selling. name, and that's it. Yeah. I knew the anime was out there, but I've never, I don't know the plot, so maybe I'll like it. They keep the camp. It's very campy. It's very like 70s, like uh, sci fi slash like black exploitation kind of stuff. It's, it's okay. really fucking good. I would recommend it. Okay. To cool, any, cool. Especially to someone like John who has never even heard of the original ip yeah well, anyway go. watch it and let us know john i might not check to get that back out. into tv but yeah, no but i think we need that lighten at this it up point. a little you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly so anyway um we are coming close to our season finale uh we've got a couple guests lined up which i'll send you guys uh and then we've got a couple more original write-ups that we have promise we won't go down this road again for a while because you know it bumps me out um, but it's worth talking about just to fucking educate people on, on what goes out there. But uh, we've got, I think, five more episodes. We're going to take a break uh, mid-December, and then we're going to roll into season six, season six in January. Crazy. So, and we'll go from there. Um, you guys got anything else at all? I hope everybody had good holidays, got to see who you wanted to see, and spent time with those people. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, happy Honda days, everybody. Yeah, yeah, this will be out just after Thanksgiving. Um, we are actually going to Glacial National Park. The wife found a little cabin, so we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go camp and hike for Thanksgiving. Should be cool. Nice. That'll be so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, that being said, love you guys. Listeners, love you too. Uh, Close gates.